Well, hello, my wonderful friend. I feel like I haven't jumped on the mic, on the potty for quite some time because we've had some amazing guests and I'd been putting so much of my, well, talking ability into creating Messy the Audiobook, which is out now if you haven't seen it already. But today's podcast is all about dealing with the emotional ups and downs and what I actually know as anxiety, but more importantly, what I know I'm feeling a lot of when it dips, and that's grief, a lot of grief. So let's talk about it. Here we go. Hello. (laughs) Oh, mate, what a clusterfuck of a time, hey? I really don't want to use the words uncertain times because if I hear that or read that term one more time, I might pop a kidney because I really don't like reading that. It's just affirming the fact that none of us know what's going on, but also how comforting. is that none of us know what the fuck is going on. Um, And that's okay, right? Because these are unprecedented times. These are incredibly unusual. And the fact that life as we knew it won't exist anymore. There will be an after, as I heard Glennon Doyle say um, this morning on a Instagram live. If you're not following Glennon Doyle, she's amazing. Um... And, you know, what she said is really true. Like there's going to be an after. It's not going to be the same. But right now we're in it. And this is where I am now. I am no stranger to anxiety. So I am very used to it. But I know that a lot of people would haven't seen or felt or had these fear and overwhelming sensations come up for them in the way that they are. I have navigated anxiety most of my life. So feeling fear about just day-to-day life is not new for me. And I've learned how to thrive alongside that. And it doesn't necessarily phase me at all anymore. However, if that is something that is new for you, I highly recommend my book, Becoming Brave, which will help you learn to see your fear in a different way. Also, Sarah Wilson's book, First We Make the Beast Beautiful, and starting to understand the messages that our anxiety brings up for us. And it's totally normal to be feeling completely blindsided by what is going on right now. It is completely normal to also be really enjoying the time at home or hating the time at home or not sure what you are going to do with your kids for the next three to six months or however long, whatever person Karen on Facebook or the news or whoever is spouting at you how this is going to go for because we don't know Um, which is also fine uncertainty is okay because when nothing is certain anything is possible but if you are a person who likes to know what's coming next then this is really going to throw you for a loop again also fine also fine I really want us all to start to be okay with however we are feeling And letting that be okay. Like you 
please don't judge yourself for having feelings. Please don't judge yourself for totally loving the Netflix binge and then totally freaking the fuck out that you can't go outside and do the things that you would normally do or feeling utterly devastated one minute for all the lives that have been lost and the general health anxiety that I'm sure like for people who have generalized health anxiety or a specific clinical health anxiety this would be a really rough time for you and I see you and I get that and you know my heart goes out to you because that's you know this is a genuine concern or maybe you're really calm because your fears are justified right now instead of it being something phantom like or something possible there's like an something that we can't see that you know is a genuine threat now all we can do is what we can do this is what I keep coming back to for the most part all we can do is what we can do and that is stay inside as much as possible wash our hands as often as possible and just be sensible stay away from people but at the same time, maintain connection in a non-dickheadish way. So that's all we really can do is stay inside as much as possible and wash our fucking hands. Really, when you bring it right down um, to the simplest thing. Yeah, that doesn't seem so bad. But the waves of emotion. So like I said, anxiety is no stranger to me. And I have done many podcasts on here around anxiety. So if this is a new fear that's coming up for you, by all means, go back and listen to those and see that um, it's totally okay. And it's just how you choose to interpret that fear that, you know, creates your reality. And all anxiety is, is a fear and an internal response to an external circumstance or a thought process. Maybe something's triggered you and you can learn from that and you can meet it with compassion and cut yourself some freaking slack because none of us know what we're doing. We're all pissing in the wind and hoping it doesn't get on our shoes. You know, (laughs) that's one of my favorites um, for this time. Like we're all just hoping for the best. And don't even get me started on homeschooling. I do not know how that is going to go. I can't see me being great at that. But an emotion that came up for me last night, and it tends to come at night time for me, um, especially. And I started when someone said to me, I got a few messages in a row about it's going to be three to six months. These restrictions are going to be three to six months. Now, I do not know if that is true or not, but my I started to spiral and I started to not think about the disease because again, that's out of my control. All I can do is wash my hands and keep my family and I as safe as possible and inside as possible. That's all I can control. Can't control what anyone else is doing. All I can control is that. So I'm cool with that. I feel good about that. But what I started to feel a fuckload of feelings over. And once my friend helped me put, she sent me an article and it was on grief. And as soon as I saw the word grief, the knot in my tummy untangled. And I knew that this feeling that I was feeling that was coming up a lot for me of an evening was grief. I was grieving the life that I thought I was going to be having. I was grieving the possibilities that I had created in my mind for the next three to six months, year, I don't know. And 
it felt like a loss, such a loss. It felt like a loss of connection. It felt like a loss of um, my ability to go out and meet people. It felt like I was uh, I was missing and losing my ability to forge relationships and have relationships with my friends and family and loved ones that I care about. Felt like I was having the ability to find a loving relationship stripped from me. And this was just last night. This is what I'm talking about. Like this is going to come in waves for us so many times. I've felt grief for my children and how, you know, their soccer competition's not going to happen this year. I've felt grief for my grand my parents who won't get to spend as much time with their grandkids even though they're still pushing for that. You know what I mean? Like the grief, the loss, the the fear, but last night for me in particular, it was around the ability as a single person to lose that ability to be able to have a relationship or find a relationship. You know what the fuck thing is? The really funny thing is I've been single for almost three and a half years. So this is not Rona specific. (laughs) So to pretend like I was going out on all these crazy dates and all of this before, not true. So like that just wouldn't, that's not the case, but all of a sudden I had to grieve that that, element of hope that I would find that sooner rather than later I had to let that go and I'm grieving that and I'm still not letting it go because there's so many different things but the way that I thought that my life was going to pan out in the near future I have to let it go and now this maybe it's grief for you maybe grief hasn't shown up yet maybe it's showing up right now and you know what grief is undeterminable There is no timeline. There is no right way or wrong way to process it. It's going to come when it comes and it's going to hit us like a wave. And just as quickly as the wave comes, it's going to pass again. And that's okay too. And I felt so stupid, I got to tell you, for feeling, having this pity party for myself over being alone. Because I am alone. My boys are with their dad right now. I am in the home on my own, um, like so many people. And yeah, I mean, I I love our home. We're very lucky. Um, We're very lucky where we live. It's not about that. Um, Everyone is entitled to their own feelings on this and their own experience is direct to them in direct proportion. So feel just because other people have it worse does not rob you of your feelings. We can come back to that and go, Thank God. That's when we can start to be grateful for all the things that we have. But I am not for a second, like do not try and rob yourself of feeling and experiencing exactly how you're feeling because you think it's stupid because I almost did that. I started to talk myself out of it, but that would have robbed me of the ability to move through it and heal. And I'm now I'm dried off and all ready for the next wave whenever that deems to show up. So It's easy to think that you shouldn't be feeling the way that you're feeling, however that is. But who are we to judge, right? Please don't start judging yourself for how you're feeling. Please don't start judging yourself if you've not got a whole homeschooling set up and, you know, you're doing arts and crafts and whatever at the Wazoo. Please don't judge yourself if you are doing amazing at that. Please don't judge yourself if you're drinking a little more. Everyone is just doing the best that they can, (laughs) 
And these are unprecedented times. We don't know. Like, and I, whatever you've got to do to get through the day, to make yourself feel better, to support yourself, then fucking do it. Like I have been really conscious in moving my body every day in some way because I know that helps me. I know it helps me. It helps my mental health. It helps me to shift my feelings. It helps me to get in my body. And I know that that's what works for me. But if you don't feel like doing any exercise, then mate, chill out. Like that's also totally fine. Don't judge yourself for that. But if you do start to feel enveloped and overwhelmed with the state of the way things are and you have stopped doing all the things that you you used to do that made you feel good then that is something that you need to look at if you want to pull yourself out of the funk because it's really easy to spiral right now it's really easy to get lost in the the clouds of the darker grays but if you do feel that you are being swept away and you are drowning in the feelings that are heavier than you would like. Come back. Get out of your head and into your body. Take a couple of deep breaths and look around you. The moment that you are in, right this moment, oh, big breath, you're totally safe. You're totally fine. Where you are right now, you're golden. Like everything is fine. Look around the room. Bring it back. You're safe. You're well. You are doing everything that you can. And you're okay. That's it. You can come back to that as many times. As soon as you feel yourself like fucking off down that rabbit hole. Wow, there's a lot of swearing in today. (laughs) I don't care. It's my podcast. As soon as you feel yourself dancing down that rabbit hole, shimmying down that rabbit hole to never, never land where you're like peeking out and what if, what if, what if, and you're starting to, you know, spiral, you get a choice and that's up to you whether you need to sit in these feelings And acknowledge them, which we should have to do anyway. Acknowledge them. See what's going on, right? Why are you feeling this way? Oh, it's grief. Oh, it's fear. Oh, I'm scared. Okay. Warranted. Totally valid emotions to be having right now. When you're ready, if you don't feel like you need to wallow in that and learn from that, then you can just come back to your now acknowledge it acknowledge what's going on and come back come back to your breath come back to your body come back to your surroundings come back to your now Hmm? easy peasy lemon squeezy (laughs) what did i say the other day and it was no stressy depressy lemon zesty (laughs) can we just talk about the memes that are getting around right now if you are not on my instagram Mate, I'm finding some pearlers right now. I even downloaded the memes app um, and I made my first meme the other day, but it's pretty lame, so I'm not going to share it. Anywho, um, but yeah, that's the level I'm at. I'm making my own memes. Some people make banana bread. I'm making memes. (laughs) 
But yeah, so if you are getting back to the, the grief, grief is a receipt for the price we pay for love, right? It's, the, it's what's left over and how much and at the level at which we're grieving is the flip side to how much we love. Grief is love. Grief is love that you can't give to anyone. Grief is love that's just going out into the universe. Grief is love with nowhere to go. Wow, I should write that down. That was pretty powerful, actually. I better write that down. Hang on a minute. I'll pause. Okay, I wrote it down now. (laughs) See, we've got to do these things. My notes app is like my best friend. So whenever you're thinking something, whenever I'm having like a random thought or an idea or a letter that I want to write to someone um, that I can't or like a conversation that I want to have or a text message that I want to send and I know I should not send it I write it in my notes app and I just leave it there and if days go by and I feel like I want to send it then I will but haven't done that yet actually no I have but uh, a while ago now but usually I just write it for me and then I can delete it when I don't feel like I need it anymore so that's there to you as well I hope that helps you navigate or at least stop judging yourself for feeling the way that you're feeling. If you have any other podcast ideas or top five, top 10 um, ideas that you would like me to come up with, I'm happy to do more podcasts right now. Um, Whatever you guys need, I'm happy to do more Instagram lives. Like I said, I've got my Onwards course, a short course in Letting Go, which is all online, all audible. That is now on sale for only $95. I took $50 off that. That's available at ktdean.com.au. I also have my audio book, which is audible as well. <laughs> Obviously audio, um, which is now $19.95. I'll be putting the price up in a couple of, in probably another week. Um, I also have my books, uh, Messy and Becoming Brave that you can buy from Booktopia or from me as well. And I will happily create new content for you guys. If you let me know on my Instagram is probably the easiest way, what you would like, what you would need, what would be of service, what would be funny. Cause if we need some funny ones, like I'm happy to shoot the shit and tell you guys whatever you want to know. If you've got some funny random questions, by all means, <clears throat> hit me up. I'm up for it. Um, but yeah, if this podcast also supported you in any way, please share it around. Please share it on your socials. Um, that helps me grow my audience, which helps me then be able to keep bringing these podcasts out. So if you would love to share it and your number one takeaway or just share it, that would help me so much and allow me to keep bringing them to you. Also, reviews, reviews on iTunes or wherever you listen are so helpful. So thank you very, very much for everyone who's already left one um, or chooses to leave one after this. I hope you are staying healthy and I know that wherever you are right now is fine. You're okay. And all we really have to do is survive. The rest is just a bonus. So if we're doing that, we're fucking killing it in, you know, our own way. (laughs) I'll talk soon, guys. Take care of yourselves and each other and stay the fuck home.